This podcast is brought to you by Home Cooking Delivered, the lazy new way to eat. Delivering to your door freshly prepared home cooked food from a kitchen with a hygiene rating of five, and that's official. Delivering it around the Southampton area if you're old, lazy, or a shit cook, follow their Facebook, Home Cooking Delivered, or their website, www.homecookingdelivered.net. And a big shout out to all my family down in Southampton's most friendly mixed martial arts gym, Next Generation Martial Arts. They're sort of pacifists, but they're not because they love peace and they're very nice people, but they also love violence. So check them out on their website, ngma.co.uk, and sign up for your first free session and come and get involved. Also, shout out to Strength Performance Southampton. They will help you to lose fat and gain muscle if that's what you want to do. Or if you just want to get fit, in a state-of-the-art gym in the Southampton area, that's the way to go. Strength and Performance Southampton on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, a big shout out to Mission Mental Health Podcast, talking about the, the most taboo subject out there at the moment, mental health and everything that surrounds that. Follow Mission Mental Health on Facebook and on Anchor FM just to keep up to date. Now, let's get involved. Fall 20, Gucci gang. It is Saturday, the 9th of June, the day before the Lord's Day. And you know what happened today? I crashed my fucking car. Yes, I did. Silly, silly dick move, but I crashed my car. First time I've ever had a crash, and that happened. I was just reversing, didn't see the car behind me. Well, I did see it, but I didn't think I was that close to it and uh, smashed into her. So I'm very sorry to... um, Mrs. Hilda, if you're listening, which I doubt because I've only got about two listeners, but I'm very sorry anyway, <clears throat> and I hope your car gets sorted very quick. What's been going on, man? Saw Jurassic Park last night, the new one. We took our nephew to see Jurassic Park. It was good. A bit scary though, because there's spoiler alert coming now. So if you don't, if you haven't seen it, tune out now. But there's a new, there's a new kid on the block. There's a new raptor in town. And he ain't fucking about. He's out here fucking shit up. He's he's laser activated. He he gets triggered by lasers and sounds. So you know he's his owner just will will point a laser somewhere, then then let off a sound, and it will it will attack you, and it will it will fuck you up pretty bad. Which got me to thinking, it's quite a scary thing because if all it takes is for some rich crazy person to see that and before we know it we've we've or they have created something that can't be uncreated and it's just going around and fucking shit up which is not what anyone really wants especially not when there's so much shit in the world as it is with um donald trump and um um you know kim kim jong so we don't need any more um threats to the world especially not one that can't be controlled but you know the film was great really good film although you do have to sort of um take out a loan to go to the cinemas nowadays because it is it's not the cheapest of things to do i'm pretty sure there's drug habits out there which are cheaper and probably more um maintainable financially there's an expensive old trip but it was good it was worth it the film was really good really good movie um, but got it also got me to thinking about people who go to cinema on their own. 
But the only people that go to the cinema on their own are probably perverts or serial killers. I don't mean that in a bad way if you go to the cinema on your own, but there's probably an underlying pervert in you somewhere. And you're surrounded by people you don't know in the cinema, and it's dark. It's quite unnerving. And all you're doing is breathing in other people's breath. You wouldn't sit that close to somebody in any other scenario other than in the cinema. And there you are, just sat next to a stranger in that cinema watching that film. You don't say a word to each other unless one of you needs a toilet. Which is just awkward for everyone involved. Especially if you were sat where we were, like we were last night in the middle. And my, uh, my five-year-old nephew needed to go for a wee. Damn, boy. Carnage trying to get out and get to the toilet. And he couldn't wait five minutes to the end either, so we missed the end of the film. Which was a, um, a bit of an annoyance, but, you know... Kids got to go to the toilet, kids got to go to the toilet. But yeah, you just sat there and you're breathing in other people's exhale. Your inhale is, is someone else's exhale, all them germs. You've basically just kissed the person next to you's boyfriend or girlfriend. Because you've breathed in their, you've breathed in out of their mouth. Same with airplanes. You just sat there. Well, the airplanes are weirder because you're 37,000 feet in the air, breathing in other people's breath. That is a strange situation to be in. That's very strange, in fact. But hey, we do it. We pay a lot of money for it. We enjoy it. We pay a lot of money to breathe in other people's carbon dioxide. Yes, we do. But the cinemas are good. <clears throat> I do enjoy them. It's nice to get out and it's nice to uh, go and see something which is a new film. I don't often get to watch films, so it's nice to be able to do that. And there's never really any old people at the cinema, which is always good. Because they're usually at home eating, home cooking, delivered. But uh, yeah, the cinema is a place where I don't see old people. A place where I do see old people is in supermarkets. And it's almost as if they they go to the supermarket just to walk slow. Never seen a fast-moving elderly person in the supermarket. Never. And they usually have trolleys too. And I get a bit impatient with it. Not just elderly people, I just get impatient with slow walkers as it is. I want everything to be moving at my speeds. I don't want to be waiting behind someone who's trying to decide what eggs they want when I know what eggs I want. Why should I have to suffer? That's just being selfish of my time. I shouldn't be suffering because you're indecisive and you're slow. Get your eggs, get moving. Easy as that. And if anything, elderly people, they haven't got time to waste behind a trolley. They're the last people that should be moving slow for a supermarket. They should be getting in, getting out. Because, boy, I would not want to see my last minutes through in a supermarket. No, sir. So, you know, they, they should be the ones which are moving quick. I once heard a thing where supermarkets sometimes play slow music. And then when that gets into your brain, it makes you move slower. 
I don't know how true that is, but apparently if you play fast music, people are more inclined to move quicker around the store, get what they need and get out. Whereas if you play slower music, people are, they tune into that and they move slow. I don't know. Could be bro science. Not sure. <clears throat> but I do have to apologise to everyone for episode one, actually, whilst I'm thinking about it. Um, I shouldn't be trusted with anything technical because I will A, electrocute myself, or B, uh, fuck it up. Uh, and B happened this time. So I'm very sorry for the low levels for people across some platforms that couldn't hear me. Um, and I hope I sound clearer today because I'm hay fever free. The pollen has been leaving me alone. Nature's fart has left my nostrils. No more pollen for daddy. But I hope I sound clearer for you and I hope I'm louder for you across them platforms you choose to listen to me on. And thank you to everyone who did listen to episode one and tune in. I'm very grateful for people who have liked and shared. It means a lot to me. Thank you very much. And I hope we can build something together off of this. And I would love to people to start writing into me. Let's discuss stuff. Tell me your problems. Let daddy help. I'm here to help. I'm all ears. Because it's strange sitting and talking to a microphone with nobody else in the room. I think Hannah's taken out a separate life insurance on me just so she can knock me off and I'm not expecting it because she thinks I've lost the plot. I'm just here talking into a computer screen and a microphone. I look like a madman. So it'd be nice to get some interactions going and I'll now have a second microphone so I can now take guests also where I can actually have real conversations and not talk to myself like the crazy person it makes me out to be. We had a, a lady in our family who used to talk to herself all the time, actually, and she used to run people over with trolleys. She was one of them old people in the supermarket with slow. Her name was May. I think she's passed on now, I'm sure, because she was, she was running on fumes when I knew her, and I was, I was only a child. But she used to run, run your toes over with a trolley in the supermarket. She once hit her trolley into my dad's nuts, trying to make him get out of the way. And she used to talk to herself. I think she had a bit of that dementia going on. But talking to yourself is a strange art in itself anyway. But at least you really at least you can't lose an argument. At least I can't lose an argument with myself and a microphone. So you know, every cloud. Yeah. Do you know what else I've seen this week? I've seen a lot of positivity. I haven't been training myself this week, the past two weeks, because of the hay fever. But I do. I have seen a lot of people who have been training. And I see a lot of people, or I see certain people who have been training by not going to a gym. By finding what they have around the house or around the garden and making that their workout equipment. And I love that. That is improvisation. That is caveman. My buddy Adam, he just throws a bag of sand around the garden. And he claims that to be the best workout he's ever had. And it cost him nothing. It's a bag of sand. And I'm not talking Cockney rhyming slang for £1,000. 
I'm talking a bag of sand. He picks it up above his head and he throws it. Very primal. And I like that. It just shows you don't have to pay high-end money to go somewhere and, and train. You can you can make do wherever. Always something laying around the garden or the house you can just put above your head and throw on the ground. And it makes your excuses less as well. You don't want to diet? Don't diet. That's fine. But throw a bag of sand around for an hour. They get you really back in touch with your primal side. And then you can eat beef jerky because that is as primal as it gets. That's just pure, uncooked raw beef with some flavourings. Mm. That's what daddy likes. What else has been going on? Took my nephew kickboxing this morning. Me and Hannah took him kickboxing down at Next Generation. Southampton's friendliest mixed martial arts gym. That was good. He's getting really into that now. That was his third session. So he's getting into that. He's good at that. He just needs to put them listening ears on every every so often. Because sometimes he, he gets carried away. But he's fine. So he's allowed. He's allowed to get carried away. I cannot be mad at that. So I saw a man died, nearly died after getting his hand or something bitten by the severed head of a rattlesnake. Mmm. Some dark arts right there. Texas man nearly dies after being bitten by severed snake head. A Texan required 26 doses of anti-venom after he was bitten by the severed head of a rattlesnake he had killed. Well, he didn't kill that good enough because it nearly killed his ass. It bit him with no body. When he picked up the snake's remains to dispose of them, the head bit him. Hmm. That's some sort of um, horror movie shit. I quite like snakes as well, but anything that doesn't die when you cut his head off has to be questioned, I believe. I know wasps and bees can still sting you after they die, but I know not to pick them up when they're dead. And I can't think of any, any real reason why I would be picking one up when, when it's dead. Uh, and I sure as hell wouldn't be picking up a rattlesnake's head. But you'd think, it, although you'd think it was safe, you would think, I can't blame the guy, you would think it was safe if he's just cut uh, the head away from the body. There's no way on, on earth you would be thinking it was about to bite you. But that's like a, a plot for a horror film. You know, you, where the snakes just multiply when you cut their head off. And they just go around biting everyone. And then all the anti-venom runs out. Then people they bite turn into snakes. That's a plot for a horror movie right there. Or maybe snakes are the work of rich mad people who have seen things like the new Jurassic Park. 
where they've created something that cannot be uncreated. They they really fucked up by making that. But I don't mind snakes. We've got a corn snake in the family. It doesn't live at our house. It lives at another house. And she she's uh, she's named Honey. She's got a name called Honey. And she's cool. Strange because she feels wet, but she's not. I don't know if all snakes feel like that. I've only really ever interacted with with this one snake called Honey. And we had a guy at our school who used to keep snakes. When I was in, in junior school, his family used to keep snakes in their house. And he used to invite me around for dinner. And I never used to want to go there. Because I was afraid that, you know, I'd end up with a snake on me or, um, you know, we'd have a snake in our dinner or a spider in our dinner. It just unnerved me. I didn't like that back then. But yeah, we've got that one snake in our family. She's cool. I don't mind her. If I ever get to see her, I, I, I touch her. And like I said, she feels wet, but she's dry. She's bone dry, but she feels wet and cold. But she's warm. She likes to be warm, but she feels cold. So there you go. Snakes are quite a confusing thing. Anyway, they don't even know what they want. They, they're hot, but they're cold. They're wet, but they're dry. Their head's off their body, but it's not. They're still biting people. They're still out here trying to kill motherfuckers with no body. Where's all the venom? In his eyes? Because I might be naive and thinking that I thought the venom came from the body. Unless it's got a duct somewhere that it doesn't tell anybody about. And the nature programs don't tell you about. Dark arts. Snakes. So I don't really trust snakes. I once hit a snake actually with a lawnmower. And that that was that ended up being a mess. I was I was mowing the lawn. Um and I hit what I thought was a stick. Wrong. I'd hit a snake. I'm not sure if it was a snake or a slow worm, or I'm not sure if there is a difference or whether a slow worm is a snake. But it was big, it was long, and it was snake like. And it made a real mess on my lawnmower. And now I don't got lawn. I got um, I got we got fake fake lawn, which is a lot easier to maintain now because you don't have to cut that. That doesn't need cutting. It's just a uh, a bit of a pain to lay. Once you've got everything done, it's easy. No maintenance. It's all good in the hood once it's all down. You can break dance on there. You can do them jujitsu rolls on there. Ooh. I wouldn't want to be doing jujitsu rolls in real grass because I, I itch after real grass. After I go on real grass, I just itch everywhere. My nephew the other day was crawling through some sort of grass, which is sort of like knee high. And I was itching for him. But he didn't itch after that. I don't know if, if grass makes everyone itch. But I don't know. It makes me itch. Especially if I'm hot and sweaty and sticky. Like if I've been playing football. And I've been running around. And my heart rate's over 170. And I'm starting to sweat. Out of my pores. And sweat's rolling down my body. 
and I go on the grass. Mm -mm. No, sir. I'll be itching all day. You can't, once you get that grass itch, boy, that itch don't go. That itch is there until you've had a cold shower. And when you were young, cold showers were not a good thing. You used to have a certain shower in our house where you had to put the shower on the taps. But it would be scalding hot or freezing cold, so you'd never win. And my mum used to cut my hair as well. <clears throat> All up until she um, she cut the top of my ear off and cut it open. Then I didn't let her near me with scissors ever again. Because once you scar a child like that, physically and mentally, you can't undo that. That's done. So she cut my ear. And I never trusted her near me with scissors again. Excuse me, I've got a bit of a tickle in that throat. Maybe Mother Nature's coming back to bite Daddy again. Who knows? I've got a little bit of that tickle. But yeah, my mum cut my ear with a pair of scissors and she did not go near me again with another pair of scissors until I was maybe in my 20s where she would cut a tag off my jeans that I forgot because I cannot be trusted to live alone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, snakes. Mm. Don't trust them. And spiders. But I, I take a snake over a spider. I don't do spiders. I've held a tarantula before. And that was strange. Because you don't know what it's thinking. You don't know whether it is scared of you. Or whether it knows you are scared of it. And then who's going to capitalise on that? Apparently spiders can sense fear through your sweat in your hand. But I'm a sweaty person anyway. So I, even if I wasn't scared of it, which I was, it would still think I was scared of it because I, was, I may, may, I may have been sweating near it. And I don't want to get bit by a spider because I sweated. That's worse than going to the, to the supermarket as an old person and not coming back out. Leave going in the supermarket with one trolley and leaving on another trolley. Feel me? Not good. But also, the, the, the man from Texas, I don't know why he's picking up a dead snake anyway. He's obviously killed it for a reason. Just leave it. If he did, if he didn't want it to go in his house, he should just let it in there rather than cut his head off. But who knows what goes through some of these people's heads. I know I was going through the lady's head when I crashed into her this morning. Because she was asleep. Yeah, she was asleep in her car and I woke her up. <clears throat> and I felt very bad. <coughs> Excuse me. I should have been looking more where I was going. And my nephew turned around to me and he said. Because my nephew was in the car as well. He turned around to me and he said. You should have been looking where you were going. And he's five. Even he knows that. But I was too too amped up, too high on the essence of life to be wondering what was coming from behind me when I was reversing. But with the beautiful gift of hindsight, I wish I had looked where I was going when I was reversing. I, I did look, but I just didn't think I was that close to her. Turns out, 
I was. Hey, today's the 9th of June, which means three days ago, on the 6th of June, was the 74th anniversary of D-Day in World War II, which I'm absolutely fascinated with. What a crazy day. But one of them days, it's, it gets lost in history, really, especially in the UK. Nothing is really celebrated or mentioned about it. But, you know, I just can't help but think about what was going through um, them young men's heads when they were either, you know, on the landing craft, about to go on the beaches, or in their aeroplanes, about to jump out into the darkness. You think you'd get 18-year-old boys doing that nowadays? Uh-uh. 18-year-old boys nowadays in the UK don't know whether they want to be 18-year-old boys. They want to identify as something else. They're offended. They want to be gender neutral. So, you know, the caliber of human has declined in recent years, which only scares me. Because when we've got, <coughs> I do apologize, when we got people like Donald Trump and Kim Jong playing whose dick is bigger with nuclear warheads, I don't want to think of someone protecting our nation. Who doesn't? Who's not sure whether he wants to use the men's or the female showers? You know, I'd like to think we've got a strong band of men behind us. But hey, gender neutrality—is that a word? New neutrality? It's not. Is now gender neutrality is becoming a new in thing. I don't want to identify as a sex. I want to be. I don't know what they call them. Um, you know, uh, I want to be. Um, I don't want to be a boy or a girl. I want to be asexual. I think that's the right term. I think I'm being politically correct with that. I want to be asexual. Well, you know what? I want to be a potato. I don't want to be known as Rick. I don't want to be known as a man. I want to identify as a potato. Hmm. And tell me that sounds straightforward. And tell me that sounds like an okay thing. People are just different now. You wouldn't you wouldn't get people doing what them soldiers did back in World War Two. Now, even World War One, even the Gulf War, you just wouldn't get it now. We've got a new age of people. And whether these people are good or bad, there's no denying the caliber of human has declined. We may be cleverer. We may be cleverer people now. But I don't think we're braver now. Than, you know, I don't think you can get braver than them, the men and women of them times, of the 40s and the 50s. Which is a shame, because then people deserve, then people deserve for us to be brave. Because the last thing I want is for them to lose their life in vain. I would like to think their bravery gets repaid back to them by us being brave, not by having rainbow hair and saying. 
I am not a girl or a boy. I'm neither. I need a safe place because your words offend me. And that's probably very politically incorrect, but that's just how I feel. That's just my opinion. But what can you do? But all you can do is be thankful to the people who served in all wars beforehand. Who got us to the point where we are allowed to have our freedom of speech now. Because it may have been very different 70 odd years ago if it had gone any other way. We might not have that freedom of speech. 75% of us probably would not be here. So, you know, you've got to pay respects and, and thanks to them people who were brave enough to strap on their their webbing and their rifles and go out and fight for us. And I think more needs to be done in the UK to honour them people because I think it's becoming very lost in history now, which is a, a great, great shame. We've even got people vandalising war memorials and stuff and it's okay. The, the law don't do anything to them. Hmm. But it's not okay. People should not be able to do that and get away with it. If I can't crash my car and get away with it, I'm damn sure somebody cannot vandalise a war grave or a war memorial and get away with it. It doesn't work like that. Not in my world. Okay, I think I've covered everything that's in my head so far. Yeah, let's see what's going on in the world. Let's take a look at some news headlines. Do do do. What is happening? First Bond girl Eunice Gason dies. I don't watch James Bond. I don't know who she is. But obviously iconic enough to make headlines <clears throat> so that's that's a, that's a shame I spent 18 years on the housing waiting list mm. probably could have got a job and bought a house in that time and that may be me being stereotypical there he may have a condition where he cannot work let me have a look Hmm. Okay. So that is unfair of me to say he obviously has some sort of condition where he can't work. And 18 years to be on a housing list is not good for somebody who is in need. We've got a, we have a big problem in the UK with homeless people and and stuff like that. People who shouldn't be homeless. In 2018, people shouldn't be homeless, no matter what their circumstances are. It shouldn't be happening. But here we are, still people being homeless. Let's have a look at some more headlines. Trump. I'll know if Kim is serious in a minute. Now, he could be talking about Kim Jong or Kim Kardashian. And I'm not sure which one is more a threat to the world, to be honest. Let's read into this and see what's going on. 
So Trump and Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-un is his name, I keep getting it wrong, are meeting in Singapore for what I believe is a peace summit, looking to call an end to everything, which would be great. That put a lot of minds at ease, but you only have to wonder who the next person is going to be who is going to try and do something catastrophic to the world. But you know, Trump's a controversial character. Has it? He's done a lot. Seems to have changed underneath him. Is that down to him, or is that just a coincidence? I don't know. Politics really isn't my strong point. But I see a big. I see a lot of change under under President Trump. Whether he's liked or not, whether you like him, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't care whether you like him or if people like him but you can't deny things are changing whether that is for him or not world cup starts soon apparently i don't follow football let me have a look when it starts because i try not to get excited for football because england are a bit of a letdown the 14th maybe 14th of june does it start yeah that's then england's first games i don't know when but they should probably keep the, the engines running on the plane. You know what England are like. Quick turnarounds. They like to be involved too much. In and out. Special forces style. Get in. Get whatever you need to do done. And get out. Usually within the same day. But the world seems like a quiet place at the moment. Doesn't seem to be a lot jumping out in the headlines. Oh, one thing I did see. A 100-year-old lady got mugged, broke her fucking neck, and died. What the fuck? What sort of low-life scumbag is mugging people as it is, let alone a 100-year-old lady? That person, they deserve a public... A public killing, if you ask me. They need to be hung in public. Let the public throw stones at him or some shit. Because something like that is low. They don't they don't deserve to go to prison. Prison's too good for them for that. They need to be punished properly for mugging a one hundred year old lady as it is. Let alone breaking her neck and killing her. Mm. Oh, there's a picture of a crocodile. And that reminds me of one thing I did see the other day. In Florida, home of the dark arts, down there in Gatorville, Gator City, I saw uh, a video of an alligator just minding his own business, just milling around the street. And obviously, down in Florida, alligators and crocs are a problem. So they have a specialist, specialist person, I suppose it's like pest control, but on steroids, because rather than dealing with mosquitoes and flies, you're dealing with alligators. And I can't see that wanting to be on the top of someone's list of things they want to be when they grow up. Usually it's an astronaut. Usually it's a firefighter. I would never imagine someone putting the top of their to-do list as an adult an alligator pest controller.
That's dangerous. But yeah, I saw this alligator just minding his own business, milling around Florida. I don't know. I don't exactly know where. But it was hogtied, so his his back legs and his front legs were tied together. It was blindfolded, and they were lifting it up into this truck, and it just fucking headbutted this bloke, and it knocked him clean out. And I don't know whether the alligator meant to headbutt him. I don't know if headbutts are a thing that alligators do. I've never known that. But then again, I'm no zoologist. I don't know the behaviours of of alligators. But it landed the mother of all headbutts on this guy. And it knocked him fucking out. And he was out for like minutes. So that was a good shot by the alligator. I like that. I don't understand what people... um expect when they're trying to get involved with a distressed animal you know it's, you're going to stress an animal out and you're going to try and touch it expect some, something bad to happen to you definitely but hey you're stupid enough or crazy enough to become an alligator controller then there you go. That's you. You probably deserve a headbutt from an alligator. That's the least of your worries. I take a headbutt all day long from an alligator. Because the last thing you want, boy, is your head to be in his jaws. All up in its carnivorous teeth. Them teeth that go backwards like shark's teeth. And you cannot get out of there. But yeah, the news looks quite quiet. We've got UFC 225 tonight. Let me bring this up. And I, I know Yoel Romero had a problem making his weight. He came in at 0.2 of a pound overweight, which I believe, and I haven't heard otherwise, he cannot fight Robert Whittaker for the middleweight title now. Which, which is a shame. Because he obviously works hard in his camp, works hard during his cut, and the commission stopped him with an hour left, I believe. <clears throat> Um, and I'm not, one to, I'm not going to say he's unprofessional for missing weight because I can't sit here and speculate an athlete who is putting themselves through that. But 0.2 of a pound. He still had an hour to cut weight, but the commission stopped it. So I don't know what's going to happen now. I'm not sure. But either way, I feel sorry for him because he's gone through all of that the fight camp, the weight cut, to, to fight for a title. And all of a sudden now, as far as I know, I may be wrong, it may have changed, I haven't seen. He's not fighting for a title anymore. And you know, Romero, I think he, he's a good fighter. He deserves that title shot. Colby Covington, Rafael Dos Anjos. And that's going to be a good fight. I love I love watching RDA anyway, and I love Colby Covington's attitude. I think he's pretty badass. I think he's quite good at that. And then we've got Megan Anderson making her UFC debut against Holly Holm, who's lost four out of the last five. So Megan Anderson is not 100% the underdog. We'll see. Then CM Punk versus Mike Jackson. And from what I hear, Mike Jackson is a photographer. 
not a photographer for the UFC, like, you know, they need a fighter, can you stand in? Yeah, get a photographer from the side of the cage. He looks in good shape. Get him in. Let him fight. So I think that's the case. I think he's a photographer outside of the UFC who um, who likes, you know, wrestling. I think. And CM Punk used to be a real wrestler for the WWE. These two probably shouldn't be on the main card. But I don't work for the UFC. I can't speculate that. It's not for me to get involved with and talk about. But, you know, that's that. That's pretty much it. Nice short one for you all today because we're going out with some friends. We're going to see some friends in a little while. Uh, I should probably start getting ready. Because I've got the day's moisture on me. The devil's work. And I need to wash this car crash off me. And once again, Mrs. Hilda, if you're listening... I'm sorry. But thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Again, please, as always, listen, like, and share. Check out Home Cooking Delivered if you ever want yourself a roast dinner. They're good. Next Generation Martial Arts, Strength and Performance Southampton, Mission Mental Health. Check all of them out. Have yourself a good weekend. Thanks for stopping by. And be good to yourself.